Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast. From studios in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. So this is going to be episode 41. 41. 41. This is going to be on gym idiosyncrasies. Mm-hmm. i got to come up with a better buzzword for that because no one is going to search that. So um, we got to think of... Uh, you, you got to leave powerlifting in the in the thing. Yeah. Do you know what clickbait is? I don't. Do you know what that term is? No. I don't know if you go on YouTube, but like clickbait is kind of like the art of... Like, you know, our, our biggest uh, podcast was like, improve your bench, move more weight. Like, oh, that's okay. giving you, like, you really want to click that because that's, uh, or like a classic one, like, if girls are doing it, they'll have, like, their tits or their ass, and nothing to do with their tits or their ass, like, in the thumbnail of the video, oh. and then you click it to see what's going on, okay. and then it's something completely different. Okay. So, it's like, coming up with that clickbait idea is always, uh, will always help us. Um, but I got some things to go through. We could just kind of shoot the shit about it. Oh, and you'll think of the catch line later, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. Oh, all yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It seems to me anything with powerlifting, bench, squat, or deadlift is yes. a grabber. Yes, exactly. Um, so if you put powerlifters idiosyncrasies, yeah. yeah, right, or powerlifters and their idiosyncrasies, yeah, I like that. That seems to be what's kicked all these things off. It, it is idiosync. It's not an easy word to spell. <laughs> I got to the Y, and I kind of just bull. Uh, yeah, no, I'd have to do it. I'd have to write it out. All right, so, episode 41. It is March 21st. We are getting close. There's only nine spots left on the May um, New England APF Championships. Nine slots, folks. So um, You're hearing about it on the podcast before the general public is. Um, There may may be a couple gone already, too. Exactly. At the moment, what we know is there's nine. Nine so left. So you've you got went in. How many total lifters? Are Sixty. You, Sixty is yeah, the cap. That's it. It's gonna be a hell of a meet, Matt. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It's um, it's really approaching. It is. So, uh, we are always looking for some helpers, though. Yep. As usual. Yes. If you're not look, if you're not interested in competing, you want to get the sense of a powerlifting meet, get to know some of the members, get to get a free uh, month. Get a free month, get a free t-shirt, get some free food. Correct. And just, you know, volunteer your time for a good cause. And this one, there's this money going to a wounded warrior, so yes. how are you going to say no to that? Right. So Come, come over and what I want to do is set up people to spot one lift. So you'll have like a dedicated, dedicated group, group for squatters for the okay. squat, and then you yep. can go home. Give me a group for the bench, a group for the deadlift, and a cleanup group. Perfect. That's that. That makes it good. So then people have, know what they're signing up for. I'm gonna have sign up sheets going right up next week mm-hmm. out front here. You can also email in, let us know. But we definitely need uh, all the people we can for this meet. Yep. And if you want to help for all three, that's okay too. That's fine. That's even better. Yep. Um. Yeah. It's uh. And if you are a power lifter, a competitive power lifter, but maybe you're taking this meat off, you know, spotting and loading will give you a great appreciation <laughs> for what that really takes. I know there's going to be some monsters at this meet, so you'll get to put uh, at least a few greens on the uh, on the squat bar, and that'll uh, test your shoulder mm-hmm. capabilities. Yeah. Lifting 110 pounds up to your eyes. Your front raise capability. Yeah, maxing out. All right, Matt, so idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Jim idiosyncrasies. I think that maybe a good idea would to just give a quick definition of what that word means. Okay. Kind of help get the conversation going. I'm sure you have one. So, this is the Webster mm-hmm. definition. A mode of behavior, hmm. an idiosyncrasy, is a mode of behavior or way of thought peculiar to an individual. It's a very, uh, I like the word peculiar. And they use it, the peculiar word is the uh, popular trend here, a distinctive or peculiar feature or characteristic of a place or thing. So, and when I read that, it made me think of, because you have lifter idiosyncrasies, Mm -hmm. and then there's certainly Dynamax idiosyncrasies, of course, right? So let's get right into it. Um, We had some uh, folks comment some on the Facebook page. We appreciate that. And one of the most common ones is plate smashing. Okay. So what does that mean? 
So to me, you've got uh, three different types of 45s out there mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. You've got the Troys, the deep dish. They got a nice lip to them. You got the standards, and then you've got the Yorks, the, the cream of the crops. The cream, exactly. Those so, are those are all the Yorks are right on you know. The Yorks are spun; they're made out of a piece of steel. The other the other plates are just forged; they're molten, poured into a, a into a into, into a, a form or something. Yes, if you look at the Yorks, you'll you, you can, can see, see the brush pattern. marks. Yeah, they're they're made out of steel and they weigh forty five pounds. The other ones, I'm sure, weigh for, around forty five. Have you ever seen? We're already going on a tangent. Have you ever seen how they make the stain the the Shiny steel plates for the Arnold Strong. Yes, one of the guys sent me the whole thing. That is I would like to get a pair of those. So anyways, um, when we talk about the plates matching, say I'm benching three plates. I got the first 45 in are Troy's facing in. First first two. The first two. So your first, your 135, you got one plate on one side, one plate on the other. They're both Troy's. Mm -hmm. They're both facing in. Mm -hmm. The next set, both standard. They mm. have to be standards. Really? Don't put a standard I never and a knew York this about on. You. You, you don't feel the same way about this? Uh, no, I was, I'll give you mine when, I, okay. when you get done. So for me, I, especially on, for whatever reason, especially on the bench, I like to make sure that my plate types match. Mm-hmm. The facing in, facing out doesn't really matter as long as it's consistent. Mm-hmm. I like, I gotta have the symmetry, or it just mm-hmm. it, it messes with me. And then you know, I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've got a standard on one. And a, a Troy on the other side, and I don't even know the difference because you you're not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But in a real powerlifting, in a powerlifting meet, you're obviously going to have the nice calibrated plates loaded perfectly. So I, I try to kind of simulate that in my training. Uh, I didn't know that about you. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I know you like to match your plates. I I this is what's weird about me. I only need to match the quarters, the twenty fives. I don't care about the rest of the plates. Really? No. So you got to have the Troys. I have to have the Troys, or I don't mind the standards if there's one on each end. But I can't have a Troy and a standard. 25s. I don't care about the 45s at all. Yeah. Although I have to have them two in and the rest have the to be really, out because that's the rule. Right. you got to match that. That's why uh, I do that. Yes. I mean that. But I don't know if that's even an idiosyncrasy. But the 25 thing is. Yeah, the 25 absolutely is. I, and, I, I, I don't I'd say know that the, no, matching the competition... Um, method for loading plates, the direction of the face of the plate. That's just my that's a, nature. That's an idiosyncrasy. I though. guess it it's, is. It's your nature from lifting and powerlifting for so long. Yeah, I guess you're right. It is. But the 25 thing is weird. Absolutely. Um, what about less than 25? It doesn't matter, right? I could care less. Yeah, I mean, you could put, uh, you can put two fives and yeah. a ten on one side, and it doesn't even make a difference. Don't it's care. weird. But... If you were, if that was the only thing that you were lifting, say you were doing some, I don't know, obscure hold or overhead press, mm-hmm. a curl or something, yeah. you wanted to match that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a funny thing of how I, I, I need my twenty fives to match, but I'm I'm less particular, similar. But forty fives to me, like that, I make the effort to kind of dig around the, the plate tree mm-hmm. and uh, find the right one. And speaking of the plate tree, another one that came up, and this is one that I kind of do subconsciously, and if i got a little bit of extra time, maybe I'm waiting for one of my training partners to finish up, I'll kind of walk around and do it, and that is making sure that the plates match on the plate tree. Which, I, that's you. It's not just that. me. No, but I never knew that about you, but I appreciate that. It just looks so much it better. It looks great. It's just nothing I throw, I, I don't have that in my idiosyncrasy bag. You know what I would also throw on there related to the plate tree? Mm-hmm. Say you've got, say that you've got a leg of the tree, a branch of the tree that's completely open. Mm-hmm. You put one plate in face up, mm-hmm. and you put the next plate in face down. Don't like, I don't like that. No, because I don't. I like, can't get a grip on. You can't, you can't get yeah, a. I'm doing hook that on all day it. long, so that irritates me. Yes, <laughs> when I can't get a grip on those plates. So I'm glad that you're doing that. Oh yeah, it's just, it, it's just one of those crazy things. That and is that you that straightens those up sometimes? Maybe. Thank you. That's well. If, if I have, I love like, the look of it. It's just not one of my. Yeah, you know, it's one of the, like when I uh, when I'm warming up for squats. Sometimes I like to just walk around with a hip circle on, mm-hmm. and I'll kind of just walk around. And if there's plates, Take something. Yeah, if there's plates leaned up to the on the bench, or like I can see that, um, you know, like there's three Troys parked mm-hmm. on one mm-hmm. standard. I might rearrange it. Yeah, much obliged. What? How's uh? What about your use of thirty-five pound plates? I love them. But really? People don't like them. I was going to say, I, uh, they are neglected. They're, they're the, you know, they're the 
the outcast of the, the black world, sheep, black sheep of the world, the plate world. But I really like them. I know there's a few people here that uh, if you're trying to get you know the least amount of plates on the bar, they always you do can it. Do it that way, or when you're having some big loads on the bar, you can get more plates on there because you won't need the 25. You can get 35, which will save you some room on the end. That's a good point because the twenty the twenty fives are full thickness. There's a little thickness, a little more thickness, and you you I've we've run out of room before and slap a thirty five on and you can get still get the collar and the big load on. Right. Um. So this is one idiosyncrasy that I I'm sure applies to everyone in one one way or another, mm-hmm. and that's the type of music that plays while mm-hmm. you lift. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, for me, as long as there is music. At number one, there has to be, to be music. Something. I can't lift in silence. Yeah. I like get in my own head. Yeah, it's just it's, it's weird. You you think about the weights hitting the the ground. Music and the ground. is a universal, you know, denominator. It brings helps people. Yeah, so you gotta have something. I've been in restaurants where there's no music. It's absurd. It's it's, it's like a painful. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know. Well, how you to know what's funny? It. So I used to when I used to when I was in college, hmm. I could study in like the. Um, the cafe, like the mm-hmm. where the bear's den. Yeah, exactly. Hey, good memory. <laughs> um, I forgot you were an alumni. Um, because it's almost like a white noise. Yeah. Of buzzing. Yeah. But if it's silent and there's one person talking about they ran out of money on their meal plan mm-hmm. or they got to do the laundry, that's like the most annoying thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But if there's 500 people talking, it's just this nice. I think it becomes one of those soothing things because you can't delineate any of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So loud music is one of the uh, comments that we got from. They like uh, it or don't? They do. Yeah, I like, like it. it loud. I don't mind it loud. I, mean, um, I need to be able to. Clients need to be able to hear me. But. Right, and I like to be able to talk. It's ridiculous when you're doing a uh, like yeah. a you know a light shoulder workout and you got to scream over death metal. It, well, I mean, there's a safety issue there too. Like, right. you know, take it. If you didn't, they didn't hear you say take it. Yeah, it could be a problem. Absolutely. For what about, and I know we've kind of talked about this, I know we talked about this with the Power Dock, mm-hmm. and I know just from being here a while that there's, like, when you've got a uh, heavy day versus a light day, or maybe mm-hmm. a squat day versus a bench day, does, yep. does the type of music, the genre, the uh, kind of the uh, beats, you know, the the upbeat, like, does it have to be faster music for deadlifts or slower music for deadlifts or faster music? Like, do you, are you, do you get that particular, or is there... It seems a, like, you know, we do our heavy stuff Tuesdays and Thursdays. And that's in the afternoon. Yep. So I, I think I do like it a little harder driving. Yep. But then that Saturday, Sunday stuff we do, which is mostly our speed, dynamic stuff. Yeah. I'm not that picky. Yeah, we've had a couple... Isn't that uh, funny? Yeah, well, no, we've had a couple Saturday uh, bench workouts where we've listened to, like, the band yeah, or something. Like and it's that. like, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. It's kind of a nice change. It has to do with the week, I think, and the lift. Do you have a lucky song? I, I have a lucky band. Isn't that funny? Is it ACDC? I don't know if I say it, well, I, it'll jinx it, though. I can, I know what to say. If I if ever I hear Boston, I won't get hurt. Really? Yeah. Big Boston fan. No, I'm not really. Just <laughs> it just it just turns in my head. It, it's just a thing. Yeah. So I know I'm gonna have things are gonna go good when I hear Boston. You know it's funny. So I'm when not I, gonna go anymore because I'll jinx it. Right. So when I when I first started working out here, I there, like Boston. I'm not a big huge fan. Of right. It, when I first started working out here, I mean, everybody knows that Dynamax loves this ACDC, and you'll you're you'll hit by accident. Yes, regardless, yeah. by accident or um, on purpose, whatever it may be, um, you'll, you, we love our ACDC. There's this one song. It's actually a newer ACDC song, Rock yeah, and Roll Train. Yes, I when I hear that song, I might as well be fucking inhaling ammonia because it just gets me yep. fired up. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard it before I came here. Mm-hmm. And I just associate that with heavy rap squats. I don't know why. There was like one day where that song was playing and I was feeling it and I was doing heavy rap squats and there, the stars and the moon aligned. Mm-hmm. Everything was good. So is that, would you call that an idiosyncrasy? Or just I don't know if a lucky song Superstitious. Is, it's, it's a bit of a superstition. And I think that it's, those are, uh, they're not a... Uh, you know, they're not the same thing, but they kind of fall into the same category. Because mm-hmm. the opposite of the idiosyncrasies is kind of the pet peeve. But are pet peeves idiosyncrasies? Well, we thought we might throw a few out tonight, too. Right, of course. Because that's that's what it kind of ends mm-hmm. up being. Yeah. I mean, unless you're, you know, putting your left shoe on before your right shoe, or you're well, hanging your socks upside down before you squat me. or that's something. I do a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> in um, fact, my st- mine start in the office. Let's, okay. When I get here for a squat, yes. lift day. Yes. So there's two of those a week. Yep. 
pants come off, my sneakers got to go on before I pull my shorts on. <laughs> my workout shorts. Really? Yeah. I can't be in stocking feet with my shorts on. Really? Can't do it. That is fucking weird. That's weird. You ever accidentally walk out in just your briefs? No. You mean, what do you mean, my undershorts? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. I, I, when I change up, I got to take my pants off, put my sneakers on, then put my workout shorts on. I, uh, I can't put my workout shorts on, then my sneakers. And you don't ever wear knee sleeves, right? Very seldom. Because I was going to say, for me, I got to get my, you know, hit the locker room, put everything down. You know, one thing that's interesting, you know, if we want to really break it down, I guess I'm, th- I'm thinking about this. I don't have this written down, but it's something I'm just thinking about. When I get to the lock, when I when I get here, I kind of like to lay everything out. Like, I, don't, I hate to, like, be getting changed and, like, where the hell are my wrist straps? Or like, where the hell oh, are my yeah, knees? Like, yeah, I gotta pull everything yeah, out right. and line it up, mm-hmm. kind of. Yep. And it's it's tricky sometimes, especially if I get here at the same time a few other people get here, and then you know you're you're clogged in there, and then you're throwing stuff like you're draping your clothes over the microwave or mm-hmm. over the scale yep. or whatever to try to, to find make a make sure you have it. everything that you want. Exactly, because I gotta I gotta see it, because like it, it's part mm-hmm. of the same. The same thing that you're going through, you and know? then it gets worse if it's a meet. I don't know about. You know, I, I don't think I I've pack, done enough meets. I pack and then I look, and then I unpack sometimes to make at, sure that you. Oh do it. yeah, yeah. And then if I'm traveling, I used to put, I'd stuff anything I thought I couldn't compete. I couldn't if I didn't have it. I'd stuff it in my carry-on because I'm thinking they're going to lose this. If they, it's like a yeah. If I was going to Europe or whatever, yeah. You know, they they look. What is this? A squat suit? You know, what, what is this? Right. But I wouldn't let it go. I, that had to be with me. So I figure I can borrow sneakers, I can borrow a belt, but there's no squat suit for me. No, not tailored right no. now. No. So, and my shirt, my bench shirt. So my carry-on would be stuffed. What about your uh, belt? Uh, belt, I would let him take it because I figure I could borrow one. Sure. But there's no way around the bench shirt and the squat suit. Right, because those are so custom tailored. Yeah. So that was, like, that was an idiosyncrasy. Absolutely. Because I would pack those and unpack it, make sure I had them. Then yep. I double check again on the way. Yeah, so... I'm similar to that for me. It's, you know, you make sure you got everything in your gym bag. I pack it the night before. I have to unpack it before I leave and repack it because mm-hmm. I just don't trust myself. You see what you forgot. Or, and I, I like, what I always put the effort into this, but I always try to, and it never ends up making a difference. But, you know, I try to pack it in such a way that, like, the first thing that I take out of the bag is the first thing that I need. Smart. But it always ends up... Well, it gets trashed anyway. Exactly. You're yeah. throwing your stuff around. Mm-hmm. Um, another popular one, I'm curious about your opinion on this, for idiosyncrasies. Bench lining up with either the ceiling grid, mm-hmm. beams overhead, lights, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be, you know, the, the bar has to be parallel mm-hmm. with something yep. that you're looking at up above. Does that mess you up? No. Not at all? Could care less. When we were at the USAPL meet, there was an older gentleman who was getting his bench rack height, and he, once he gotten up and off the bench five times, mm-hmm. thinking that the racks were different heights, mm-hmm. the uprights. And, you know, it, it wasn't the case, but it was just that the bench had just been nudged just ever so slightly that when he looked up, it oh, was, the bar was wasn't parallel, yeah. and he it, it was a total mental thing. Yeah. That is something that affects me quite Never a bit. Never bother too. me. Nope. I mean, granted, in meat, a lot of times I lift with my glasses off. I can't see friggin' anything so anyway. That's probably a better idea anyway. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll throw that out there while we're yeah. while I mention it. On bench, I, my feet are on the bench. Yeah. My left foot has to go down first. Then I have to wait. Then I can put my right foot down. What are you waiting for? I don't know. <laughs> Just a quick wait. second? Yeah, could be three seconds. Couple of breaths. I don't know. It's just, I definitely see you do that. It looks like it's part of the process of you getting tight, kind of. I guess it is, but it has to be in that order. Right. Things are not going to happen. That's the way you're checking the gauges. I guess you got to check one gauge yeah. before you check the next gauge. Yep. So that's bench, and I can't, I can't touch a bar unless I have chalk on my hands. Yeah, I'm that way. I just told Emily. Since I have started working out here, I like I find myself chalking up for like. <laughs> I chalk up to spot people. I'll chalk up to do uh, chalk up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll chalk up to do like the row machine. Yeah. It's got rubber handles. Yeah, it's, it I don't just, care. It's something about having mm-hmm. the chalk on the hands mm-hmm. that tells your mind, 
Let's go. It's kind of like squeezing the like squeezing a surgeon the who scrubs in. I have to chalk in. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that I used to have really bad warts on my hands no. before I started coming here? No. And using the chalk killed them. Are you serious? I swear. I had nasty. You got to market that. I should. I had nasty warts on my hands, Matt, to the point that where I would, when I'd be like, you know, talking with people, yeah. I would never point with my index finger. Is that where it was? Because it was so embarrassing to me. It was, I don't even know where it was. Are you serious? The yeah. only way you got rid of him was with chalk? You What's didn't go to the doctor? I never, well, I'm not a big go to the doctor person unless my, like, leg's hanging off or something. And it was gross. I had lots of people tell me that it was gross. And I started coming here, and it was, like, three weeks gone after two years. Really? You know how I got the warts? I don't. Uh, yeah, you handle frogs. Lifting with gloves on. Oh. Which. Because there's some sort of virus, aren't there? Well, no, it's just, uh. You think about it, you, 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 you beat your hands down, mm-hmm. and you get these marks, you know, you get your calluses and stuff, yeah. and you've got this damp environment environment that you're putting your hand in. It's going to create, you know, warts or it's, it's moisture. So you were wearing bitch mittens. I was wearing bitch mittens, and... Uh, <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. I was wearing bitch mittens. I, I, I got rid of the bitch, mit, bitch mittens and I came to Dynamax and uh, no more warts no more warts so there's something in the is it magnesium carbonate it's gotta be okay um, th- or calcium I, carbonate. it just I mean no, my thought is that it just sucked the moisture it must dried them up and they died yeah so I never even knew that to hell with well, the dermatologist about you tonight to hell with the dermatologist I've go, learned, uh, I've go do some a lot Dallas. about you tonight um, we're only like a quarter way down I, the page too I cannot I just told Emily this too I cannot spot on the right-hand side of the monolift. I can only spot on the left, and I can really only throw the handle. I can't really spot at all. So you can only spot on the throw side. Throw side, and I can really only throw. I can't really spot. Are there ever? Are there any monolifts? I will not go to the right side for anything. (laughs) No. (laughs) Are there any monolifts that have to throw on the other side? I've never seen one. Like in Australia or something. I haven't seen one. I mean, like they drive on the other side. The toilet's flush the wrong way. Yeah, it spins the opposite direction. I, I never saw one. <laughs> yeah, so, I, have, I, I mean, stay, I noticed. I, I stay pretty well right around that handle. Does that have to do with your shoulders or something, or is it I, just that a, has to do with my brain? The brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say it has to do with too many years in the weight room, and that's just where you gravitate. That's where I go. Um, I was going to mention when we were talking about the benching line lining up, and sometimes I don't care because I can't see because mm-hmm. I take my glasses off. Yep. I've realized when I'm going for a max effort bench or deadlift, or I'm sorry, squat or deadlift bench, it really doesn't matter. Sometimes I just take it off because it, my face is sweaty. Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing a max effort squat or deadlift, I, I take my glasses off. I think you're probably a good idea because now you're not going to get as many distractions. I might as well be by myself. Right? Yeah, I can't see anything. I think that's smart. And uh, it's funny, if you watch uh, some of the videos of me deadlifting, or mm-hmm. like the videos of me uh, preparing for my deadlift for the last meet, mm-hmm. you see me get way down, because I'm trying to find where the ring is. Ah. Because it was, you know, chalky. Yep. And I can't see anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, taking the goggles off uh, helps me. Because it's going to avoid distractions. Absolutely. Good. So I got one, and this is one from this is one that Molly brought up, and this is one that applies to me also. I don't really know if this is idiosyncrasy, but I just won't squat without knee sleeves. Oh. I won't. Well, I won't squat more than a plate without knee sleeves. Like to me, I don't. I don't see it as like, oh, I. I don't want to get used to these. Like it's mm-hmm. just, I just don't like doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you don't squat with knee sleeves, but you are, You wrap your wrists. I wrap my wrist and I wear elbow sleeves on squat. You wear elbow sleeves on squat? And deadlift. When do you put them on? You, when you warm it up? Yes. What about, so even when, so you're squatting, you're, you're warming up with a bar, elbow sleeves and wrist wraps? Not till, I don't know, a couple of plates. A couple of plates, yeah. okay. Because I was going to ask the same thing. At what weight Because that you, lift beats, beats your wrist and your elbows up. Totally. So I feel more sore. My elbows feel it more. Way more than bench. Absolutely. Because yeah. you're wrenching yourself. Yep. And, and so I usually leave them on for dead because um, I've just squatted. as We train squatting dead together. Mm-hmm. So they're usually already on me. And I figure if, if it keeps my bicep warm, less chance of tearing your bicep on deadlift. Right. I was going to ask because um, I know you don't. But it's not a superstition for me. I mean, a idiosyncrasy. But if you. Because I forget them now and then. And it doesn't bother you? I never forget wrist wraps, but I do forget elbow wraps. The elbow sleeves. Elbow uh, sleeves, I mean. 
What about on bench? When mm -hmm. do you put them on? The wrist wrap? The wrist wraps. Sometimes at one plate, but always by a plate and a quarter. Always. I think I'd have to... And I... Go ahead. I was going to say, I think I'm pretty close to that, too. I'm at... Now I'm at two pairs. I have, I have two different pairs of wrist wraps now, though. Speed and max effort? Speed and max effort and squat and deadlift. And they line up... Because I wear, I wear wrist wrap for a squat and deadlift. Do you, do you wear your... I wear my dynamic bench wrist wraps for squat and dead. Right. And I have a pair of max effort bench wraps. <laughs> Crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy. I was just—it's it, probably going to be pretty hard for some people to follow this if I they're know. not like really deep into it. But some people are going to go, I, "Oh yeah, yeah, I get it. I've seen it." And that's that's the whole point of this is to for people to be like that. That's why. That's why he does that. Yeah, it's he's, okay. It's okay. I'm okay. <laughs> he's fucking nuts, but that's okay. Right. So more of the bench. Maybe the bench is coming to be the most superstitious lift. Is what this uh, is uh, kind of revealing. We'll find out. We'll find out. Handoffs. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the, especially when you're going heavy. You gotta have, you got your handoff guy. Yeah. It's, it's one dude or gal mm -hmm. do that. That is the person that hands off to you, and it's gonna be that person. Yeah. And when you are doing a max effort bench, you don't even have to. You don't even have to look at the guy or girl. And they know what's going on because mm -hmm. you guys are just on that same level, and that is a huge one for me. Yep, I'm with you. Um, I know I struggled here with this with my new crew for a while. I just couldn't get a good handoff, mm -hmm. but I held my tongue, and finally, there's a couple of them that give me a good one. It just takes a while to figure out what the person needs. It does, but it infuriates me when I don't get a good one. Well, it really sucks when you get uh, you know a weight dropped on your neck. Yeah, it just essentially. Again, it just I don't know why it infuriates me because it seems so simple. Well, it's it's funny. I guess it's not. You you know you're laying there on the bench and this you know we both know there's a hundred ways you can hand off, mm -hmm. and um, you expect that the person is going to do it exactly as you intend them to, mm -hmm. and unless it's your person, it's probably going to be different. Because some people go really fast up, some people go a lot out, and just they, enough they, to give you off the hooks. And they kind of drop it on you, right? Yeah, and then. You got the three-man handoff, which is even more tricky. Mm -hmm. That's an animal in itself. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've never successfully yeah. dialed in, really. Yeah, but well, I think you can have is. idiosyncrasies about who's going to give you that handoff. Right. Oh yeah. I have some of those. I'm not going to go into them. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, I can announce this one no problem. I get the chandoff. He gives a good one, right? The chant, chand yeah. and handoff yeah. is perfect. There's, I can look at Chandon. I could be standing at your desk. Chanda's in the old monolith. Mm -hmm. I could look, if I got a bench, I could look at him, mm -hmm. meet him at the bench. No words. I get a perfect handoff. Plus, he's strong as a bull. Exactly. Right. And I'm not benching enough for him to not be able to give it up. I was, uh, I was amazed. I was handing off to Eric yesterday, uh, two days ago. Mm -hmm. He was benched with chains. Three plates, four chains. Mm -hmm. I, could, I was like, I could barely lift it up. It's dead. It's real dead. It's, it's yeah. very dead. Yeah. And it was like, because you, you almost do it like a deadlift, like you pretend to the bar, mm -hmm. and then you kind of lift it with them. Mm -hmm. And if he wasn't lifting... If he doesn't put pressure on it... The, that, if that was not lifting up. If, if he the wasn't bencher putting isn't on putting it. pressure, then that's what I don't like that. When I, as a handoff, er, like that makes me mad too. Right. When I have to take it all. Yeah. Plus, uh, it, it takes away from your... if the, the person who doesn't help you bring it out, it doesn't help his bench either, or her bench. Right. Okay? If you don't pressure that bar... Like we talked about on bench, you're already at a disadvantage. If you let the, in other words, if you let your handoff person take Just the whole drop thing, it in your hand. you take the whole thing, you you cut five percent off. Right. Yeah, I know you got to. Uh, it's it's that, and that's you know goes that's, back to the USAPL. Um, not letting you have your coach exactly. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's a safety thing, and it's more beneficial to the lifter. Yeah. I'm, it's not I, an advantage. It's just no, and especially when there's a start command. Because mm -hmm. I think maybe that people could argue that if there was no start command, you could get this quote soft handoff. You know what I mean? Where they kind of without you, being um, maybe just taking and go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, maybe they're kind of helping you get that initial drop a little bit. They're yeah. helping you take a little bit of weight off. Mm -hmm. But with a start command, you can't you can't fake it. No. Because so, yeah, it has to be locked on that, right? Right. Yeah, okay. you got to be completely they, locked. And they won't give you the call. No. Okay. 
It's right. It's it's the same same idea as the squat. They want to make you. sure that you got full control before you, you begin. get the squat call. And I think really too, they want to make sure that 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 whoever is giving you the handoff is off the platform, which is fine. That's yeah. yeah. Although there's that you know that federation that doesn't squat. Yes. They they have meets over here at the Holiday Inn. Yes. The W A B D L. Okay. They curl instead. They, they have cur- yeah, they do. They have <laughs> so, they have some huge benchers. Yeah, yeah. In the sevens, upper sevens to eights. Yeah. They let the um, they let the handoff guy stay real handy to the platform. He can't, he can't be on it, but they, they, actually the judges keep him right there, and I think that's okay. Why do they do that? Safety. Just because that guy There's only knows two spotters. the lifter. Oh. There's only two spotters on the bench. You can have up to four, but they've only had they only have two in our federation. I don't know how many they can have. Right. We can have four in our federation. Um, but they let the the spotter stay right there. In fact, I saw the judge say, "Don't go anywhere," because the guy was taking like seven twenty five, seven twenty two, or something, mm-hmm. and he stayed right there. And, and there was an issue, and he jumped right in and helped. And got it. Yeah, I like that idea. I do too. I think that because a lot of times you see the judge come flying out of the chair, but that's a long haul, right? And it should really be spotters and that's it. Spotters and coach, right? That's how I think it. Spotters on the bench? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to see a head judge jumping to save no, some guy. Correct. It's not his job. Right. But uh, you see it a lot at other meets. Right. They, they jump up and have to get in there because it's, it's 600 plus or 650. Yeah. That's going. So I do kind of like that idea. I do too. Um, so one of mine, one of my idiosyncrasies and this is more of kind of like my team mm-hmm. that I wanted to touch on and this is something that I always talk to the dude like when we're when we getting going and we got a good group of guys maybe someone new joins this is something that I gotta tell people and that is so say um, we got a we got a, a few people squatting the next person up they shouldn't load the bar they shouldn't throw the bar and they shouldn't spot. if you're a lifter if you're Just next up, to lift. exactly. If you're deadlifting, mm-hmm. if you're going up for a deadlift, you don't touch it. You don't touch the bar because your job is to lift. That's more, this comes under pet peeve probably more than. I think so too. I, I would have to agree, but it's it's something that's peculiar to me because it, it to me it's enforcing a good camaraderie mm-hmm. and. Similar uh, teamwork to, and similar to that support, yes, that drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Definitely falls under the pet peeve. Mm-hmm. I'm all for laughing, ass grabbing, whatever during the warm ups mm-hmm. and accessories mm-hmm. when the working weights are going on. Shut I do up, not one of yeah. yeah, no fucking phones. I'm with you, no phones, no nothing. If I see you on your goddamn Instagram or playing a goddamn game or talking to you know, uh, Mary Sue, you gotta be. Like we we're all here to work, and I know that you feel the same way about this, Maddie. Mm-hmm. I am helping protect you while you lift, and you mm-hmm. are helping protect me while I lift, and mm-hmm. we're both taking. I'm taking my job of protecting you as seriously as I am lifting. Just stay around the platform with your phone and somewhere else. And you got to be you got to be paying attention, mm-hmm. and not forgetting to throw mm-hmm. or things like of that nature. That is, misloading. Misloading doesn't get loaded. If you you got to communicate how many reps, six fifty or you know six hundred pounds, two reps, five uh, six plates in a two and a half, and then you what hear you the other there? guy you say, "So I got six plates in a ten. Yeah, and then what's the weight? And right. then you fix it. The communicate. I, I, I got to you. So that's another one. It's communication. Yeah. You gotta even if it's ridiculous. That comes know? under pet peeve. Yeah, two plates, two plates. Okay, three reps, three reps. Okay, let's go. Go. Yeah. Bar's loaded. It's got to, it's, because you got to take, I mean, we're all having a good time here. We all love being here, Mm -hmm. but you got to take it seriously. Once things get rolling, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another one of mine is, uh, and I don't know if this is idiosyncrasy, but I always visual, like I literally, especially on the deadlift, and a little bit on the bench, not so much on the squat, but on the deadlift, Mm -hmm. I like to just look at the bar loaded mm-hmm. for about 10 seconds and I just picture myself picking it up hmm see mine's backwards okay let's hear it I don't want to see it really no okay no I want to kind of walk up not pretend I'm not looking at it and then go lift it that's I, an idiosyncrasy 
Right. So, I won't um, look. I just kind of, I won't look. I guess my mentality is that the bar, it's already been done. And not to worry about it. Because I get in my head. Yeah. I get in my own head. For you, I mean, this is something that I did a lot in my last meet. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, I didn't watch anybody else lift in my flight. Do you, what's your, th- what are your uh, thoughts Watching on that? As far lifters? as like, um, you know, you're, you're five out and you got a bench. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not watching it. You're not watching it? Yeah. I'm just listening. Just waiting. Yeah, and then I'm not looking at my load. All you're thinking about is... Just get me up there. Yep. Put your back down. Yep. I don't want to see it. That's an idiosyncrasy for sure. I want all three lifts. Yeah. So one... I don't know if this is an idiosyncrasy or a... And this is something that happens more at, uh, like, commercial gyms. Mm Mm-hmm. Is um, so say I had a plan. I know that I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna hit squats, and then I'm gonna hit five accessories. And I get to the gym, and all the squat racks are taken. That is something that used to like up at school. Up at school, before I started coming here, when mm-hmm. I'd be at the fitness factory, mm-hmm. I would just be like, and that was. I mean, to be uh, honest, that was the reason I didn't have a gym membership for so long. I've told you that this is the first gym I've had a gym membership for. No, I didn't know that. I paid for a membership at Orno. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's in your tuition. Yeah. And I paid for this one. And that was between 2009 and 2018. Really? I've never paid for one. Boy, am I learning a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't... uh, Because you get get, um, PO'd. Yes. When you couldn't get get your workout right. It was just... It it was like... uh, Sometimes, you know, if you... uh, Squat night. Yeah, they're not even using the rack for squats. Am I right? Most of the time they weren't. Curls or overhead press. Overhead press. Or shrugs. Yeah, I think shrugs yeah. pissed me off more than curls. Yeah. Who's here? It's Molly. Molly. Is this? Hey, say while, while say Molly's here, let's talk about Molly's um, idiosyncrasy because it was a really interesting one. Yeah, Molly, who is a huge hockey fan. Yes. When her team, the Penguins, are playing, mm-hmm. she doesn't wear the gear. Hmm. I have bad experiences. Okay. So, that, so that's why they won the last two Stanley Cups. They're not wearing their stuff. Right. She wears playing. it after. I wear it after. Because I'm assuming, like, I assume you're a Pats fan. You watch yeah. the Pats, mm-hmm. you got your gear on. I got a hat, maybe. Yeah. Right. Whatever you got, you're yeah. probably going to throw it on. Yeah. Molly's the opposite. Yeah, I take it off. Very like, interesting. I'm turn, take it off when I get home because they're, they're playing. Are you going to, like, leave it in the car? No, no, I put it in the car. Okay. It's allowed to be in the same house. Okay. She just won't wear it during the game. You got to, like, stick it in the mailbox. <laughs> Who are they playing? Uh, Montreal. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're up two one. Yeah, because I'm not there wearing my gear. That's right. right. <laughs> well, you never know who's coming into these podcasts. <laughs> That's the uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You know, I was thinking maybe for episode fifty, we might just have a few people like. I'm thinking for episode fifty. Yeah. Maybe we'll just have people just come we in. We won't know who it is. And we'll just have yeah. random guests. Yep. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, that's what that, that old Dean Martin show they used to do. <laughs> I think we knock on the door and yeah. be like Johnny Carson. Hello? Oh my God, it's yeah. Ryan Montague. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Pleasure. Bye, Molly. Good luck, Bye. Penguins. Yes, thank you. Um, that was actually the last thing that I had on here was For, the, uh, the not wearing the... that. I think that oh, is her. definitely filed yeah. under superstition. Mm-hmm. Do you... Uh, but I guess while we're talking about it, mm-hmm. do you have like a specific... I mean, I know that... During training, wearing the Dynamax hoodie, that gear, is a uh, a bit of a superstition for me. Anyways, I don't know if it is for you. I like to be. Uh, yeah, no. I like to rock the gear. I, I like to wear the uniform. Messed up thing. I got like three, four T-shirts I can wear on on uh, squat, a heavy squat day. It's the only three or four I can wear. I can't wear any others. Are they like torn to shreds? No, holes? no. They're just the four that are okay. What makes them okay? I don't know. It's just the ones I can wear for heavy squat deadlift day. Yeah. Bench, I don't care. Oh, man. Dynamic stuff, I don't care. It's only... Heavy it's squat dead. I could see it on the squat because it kind of... It couldn't matter, you know, where the... Uh, how that shirt kind of marries up to the bar. But on the deadlift... I don't know. <laughs> Were you the kind of lifter that would um, go only singlet for deadlifts? Take uh, your shirt off. It, way back a few times. That's, I, don't know. 
I stopped doing that because I don't like getting slapped on my back when I deadlift. Yeah, it just... And a lot of people, a lot of times, people are just going to do it whether you ask for it or not, and I hate that Yeah, skin I just, on skin. I, I always lay it... For the last 20 years, I've had a t-shirt on yep. under my deadlift suit. Yeah, it's, it's just a little weird. Yeah, a lot of guys You see, I mean, 90% of lifters probably... Many, many of them should have the t-shirt on, though. Oh, they should. They I think that's... anywhere with the <laughs> upper body out. But... I agree. I don't know. Well, Maddie, that is kind of the crazy thing. Any other write-ins? Let me let me do a quick check. Well, while I'm looking, yeah. are there any that you think are particular to Dynamax and not particular to the people within Dynamax, but particular to the gym itself? I think because of the luxury luxury we have of of our playing our own music, that's probably particular, right? To the place, yeah. Because you go to you don't choose your music at other gyms. Well, the way that I would put a spin on that, Maddie, mm-hmm. the one idiosyncrasy of Dynamax is you can tell nobody here wears headphones. Ooh, very interesting. And I have this was the first gym that I've been to that that didn't happen. In most gyms you got headphones on. Mm-hmm. If I walk up to you, I'm looking in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at you. And if we're if if. I'm only looking at you if I need a spot, and if I have to ask for a spot, it's like the hardest thing in the world because we both got our headphones on, and we're both trying as hard as we can to be in our own little world. Very interesting. We don't see that. You either. know that someone is a new member of Dynamax if they got headphones on. They had headphones on. You're right. And I'll be honest with you, it irritates me. I haven't seen much of it, but it, I find it irritating that you can't face the world for one hour, <laughs> okay, without your headphones But you in. think about it, if you were so accustomed to, say, working out at where, you know, I used to work out at um, Orono. Yeah. They got friggin' Katy Perry playing, bare, and you could barely hear it over nine games of basketball going on. Yeah, but that gives you back to that noise we talked about. That as long as there's plenty of it, right? It's, it's ah, that's a good than, point, right? That's a good point. But then, the, if you if you got a heavy workout, you got a specific song you want to work, listen to. I, I mean, I've seen it, I've seen the guys with the headphones getting ready for the big lifts. They put more energy into what what's playing, keeping the headphones right, than getting re- ready for their lift. Mm-hmm. So I find that an, that's an irritation. And I guess one thing that I would go back to... I mean, is your life that bad? You just can't <laughs> take your earphones out for an hour before you train. So the... I guess this is an idiosyncrasy that we should mention. Okay. Somebody write it in? Yes. This okay. is from... Our good buddy, uh-huh. slightly injured, yeah, Mike Wilson. Okay. Uh, he puts it. He's got to have a coffee. He's got to have a coffee before he comes. Oh, the, I think that's pretty. Common. Stimulants. Yeah. You know, I I was, see tons of coffees come through the door. Or pre-workout. Yeah. Whatever it may yeah. be. I uh, was the same way for the longest time. It was like if I didn't have. I used to joke that the reason I worked out was because I like taking pre-workout so much. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole USAPL prep, it was coffee and water. Pre-workout. Or for a while, it would just be water. Yeah. Because I was, I didn't, you know, understanding the uh, USAPL's water mm-hmm. policies and that there were some uh, pre-workouts that I was interested in taking that might have had, you know, it's perfectly legal to possess right. whatever, yeah. but it still... The uh, pre-workout formulas? Yeah. yeah some okay. of, a lot of yeah. popular ones that get you popped. Really? Um, I wouldn't know for a while. And so that was something that, like, just frequently, and same with protein... Like I always had to have pre-workout before and protein after, and I'm sure that a million other bros out there are in the same mm-hmm. uh, in the same scenario that I'm in, and I completely cut that out for the USAPL. So zero, it, wasn't, it wasn't a true idiosyncrasy for you. But you wouldn't be able to cut it out. I can't cut them out. Yeah, I mean I'm back on it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, hold on. There's another one that I think is I'm not sure. If you have a particular thing that you love to train, like say you just, like obviously we got squat bench and dead. Mm-hmm. Say you just love, like for me, I love training my biceps. Mm-hmm. I love that feeling. Right, of, that's another thing I learned. I didn't, I knew that prior to this, but I never knew that about you. I just, there's something about it. I, just, heard, about, I heard that you love to train biceps. It's just fun. Yeah. I don't know. I just love that feeling of it's burning. It feels like your arm is going to explode. Mm-hmm. The, the commentary was, 
Emily, who mm-hmm. loves training glutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's the exact same thing. You find like a million different like micro variations to get mm-hmm. a different pump. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit of an addiction, a little bit of yep. a chase. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that follows, falls under idiosyncrasy. But I think it does. Do you have any? For the training piece? Yeah, any like weird things that you want me... It's not like you overtrain them, but like you maybe have a little bit of a preference of training them over that. You definitely tra- always have to do... Um, No, but it's it was no. I guess just the days. The, the days are so set in stone now. I guess. So it, I got to bench heavy on Tuesdays. It's got to be heavy squat dead Thursday, and the weekends are got to be the dynamic stuff. All right. So Tuesdays to Thursdays are. If you right. ask me to change that, I'd, I'd, oh my your God. fucking head would explode. I'd have to go get treatment. <laughs> <laughs> IV something. I don't know what. Oh. Somebody have to treat me. I noticed that. Um, that's something that I try. But I'd do it if I had to. Do you think there'd be any, like, advantage in creating a program that, like, purposely switched that up? Yeah. In fact, I have one. I'll give you a copy of it. We did it about, God, it might be eight or nine years now. It was based on eight days a week instead of seven. Okay. Stay with me now. Squat heavy on Tuesday. All right. Uh, excuse me. Squat uh, Bench heavy on Tuesday. Squat heavy on Thursday. Yep. Um, light squat on just say Sunday. Yep. Excuse me. Light bench on Saturday. Light squat on Sunday. Yep. The next week, everything moved up a day. Oh, Are you, you with just me? Push it one day. Everything moved up a day. So the next time we uh, squatted, the benched heavy was Thursday. Next time we squatted heavy was Saturday. So you pushed it like a work day. You per push se. it a like, work day. Like you have to plan an. Call extra it a, a business day, but like a, a workout business day. But like there's was, only four days. Only four days. Yeah. It was Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. And everything were, gets pushed. Every, every time. week it got pushed up a day. Okay? You need it. If you're cycling for a meet, you have to add, I think, it take you an extra two weeks. So you need to add two weeks into it. But I've got a copy of it in there. I would love and that. I got a great total out of that. Really? Yes. You remember what it was? The total? Yeah. I think it's the. I think it's the total that's on the board, the 1951. 51? I think so. That's a hell of a total. I got a copy of it. I think that, I don't know, I'm. I've always just thought that, you know, preparing your body for the worst would kind of help you. And keeping yourself in a disadvantage, mm-hmm. basically, most of the time would give you, a, put you in a, a, an advantage over everyone else mm-hmm. on me day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something I definitely want to try. Yeah, I got it in there. I'll, I'll show you. I can, I'll make a copy of it for you. I'm pretty sure that's the one. If not, I got a good total out yeah. of it anyway. Regardless. Um, but yeah, just switching the days up. Everything moved up a day every week. I think, you know, obviously it all comes back to the beginning. Right, and because when you think about it, when you're, you know, call it stuck, excuse me, like in the, you know, I got to bench this and I got a you know, heavy bench Tuesday, heavy squat Thursday, and light stuff on the weekends, your nutrition affects it. Your nutrition. Everything changed. I mean, yeah. you know, you're coming in Saturday morning sometimes for your heavy squat deadlift. Right? Mm-hmm. A lot of, because if you're on the schedule we're on now, it's never like that. Right. But it, it worked. The only thing I'll say about training and cycling, I've never repeated a cycle, tw- a training cycle, twice and had it work. Do you mean In other words, like back to back? Yeah, because I think I tried that again the next meet. Didn't work so good. And I can show you uh, 15 other st- training cycles I've done. But would have you to do change it again like now? Of like, course. And you try to get something out of it. A year later. Right. But never back, back to, to back. back. I've never had them work. Maybe some people's cycles do, but mine right. it never did for me. I had to change; had to be a different cycle. No, I could totally. That you're gonna have to give me that because I want to. It's in there. It's sweet. Yeah. In fact, I sent it to Louis. Okay. Yes, I sent that to Louis. We, in fact, we talked. I talked to him on the phone about it, and I said I'll throw it in the mail. And um, snail mail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I sent him. I sent him some other shit. Too. I sent him some collars and stuff. Yep. Well, and a T-shirt or something. But anyway. Uh, He's not one to change real easy. I believe that. You know, it was all his stuff. It was all bands, chains, and boxes, and boards, and it was yeah. all his stuff. It was just that the that, alternating. Yes, I don't. He didn't go for that. I don't think. But he said, "Send it out." So May twelfth. May twelfth. Get in. Nine spots left. Nine nine opportunities for you, the listener, to get your ass on the platform. Mm-hmm. Sign up. 
right, in Westbrook at the Armory. Mm-hmm. New location, newish location, new for yeah, most people. Return. We make our return to the Armory. Uh, if you can help us out, come by. Yes, if you can help us out, please you're let us know. a wounded warrior, you're getting yourself a free month if you're not a member here. If you are a member here, I'll probably add a month to your membership. Perfect. And if um, but we do need help, everybody. Yeah, and we're looking for help for if if you're not if you don't feel comfortable picking up those hundred ten pound plates, we'll find something for you to do. You, you can help us after the meet on the twelfth. You can come over Friday the eleventh. Help us get everything. You over can there. help us vacuum whatever it may be. You can help us run the wiring for the uh, projector, whatever it may be. If you're willing to help, we will find a job for you. But this money goes. Some of this money is going to a wounded warrior, and it, and they need it, folks. So yes. if you help us out, you're doing a good thing. And next week. Next week is we, our guest. We yes. have. We are going live for the second time. This mm-hmm. is going to be Dynamax Live episode two <laughs> with the power doc, our dude, Travis Dyer. Super knowledgeable guy. There's not many times you get an opportunity to ask whatever you want to a doctor of physical therapy without getting... Chiropractic. Chiropractic? Yes. Oh, man. I want to get beat up for that. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. A doctor of chiropractic. Is it chiro- chiropractic? Chiropractic. Chiropractic doctor. I'm sorry, Travis. Um, there's not many times you get to talk to a doctor with zero, with no, without a bill coming out yeah. afterwards. Yeah, or your insurance uh, form. Exactly. So take advantage of that. If you have a question, Drop it on our Facebook. Drop it on my Instagram. Drop it on the drop it on the Dynamax Instagram or drop it on Travis's Instagram. So you've got at Dynamax, you've got at uh, East Coast Meet, and you have at the Power Doc for any place to drop a comment. There, we will be promoting this on Facebook and Instagram all week. Getting ready for this. We're really looking forward to that. Two weeks, we may have another guest. Two weeks, we may have another surprise surprise celebrity guest, quasi-celebrity. Quasi-celebrity. A champion in his own. A champion that likes to go fast. That's right. We'll talk more about it when we know more. So stay tuned, and thank you for listening. Night, everybody.